Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The The Big Big Ones! Ones. Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral questions. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see, Chris, Chris Smith? Yes. Wow, confident. <laughs> so you guys, Chris Smith is here. Now you guys know Chris because he is... All over the television. Oh, yeah. You are. You've been in a bunch of... <laughs> His face just went dead. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. He's been oh, you've in been a bunch all of all over the television. Things. You've been like a guest star. You're a guest star king. The Office. The Mindy Project. Oh, Remember my God. Show? The which one was the last? The Mindy Project. Um, yes. And uh, then, hold on, I know one. Um, the Freeform Show. Freeform's show... Um, Switched uh, at birth? No. Uh, the ki- ki- Kitchen. Young and Hungry. Young and Hungry. Which was all three of these shows are no longer on the air, but that's okay. Suspiciously co- right after you, a, you appeared. That's right. Were you a constant <laughs> on the Young and Hungry? I was a, I had a five or six episode arc. Who oh, was the main girl in that? Emily. Uh, Osmond? Yep. Yeah. Emily Osmond, who is such a good actress. Mm. Is she? She's phenomenal. I never saw the show. She's, she's on, got. She's been in a, a lot of other stuff too. She's I think. in that new show with Brittany Snow. Correct. Almost Family or something. Yeah, where they meet oh, each other. Oh yes. Um. Uh, Chris is also a writer on. I don't have words today. Friends with friends. Friends, with, friends from college. Friends from college. I wrote a season on. That. And you yes. were in it. Friends and with I was friends in it. Yeah. is a funny show title. <laughs> friends with friends. Friends with friends. That is. Good. That's a great show. And it's about your friends having other friends that you don't know. Oh, that's right. Because you just want friends that don't have any friends. That's because you're there. You're for yourself. Right. Friends. It's with about friends. a selfish person who doesn't yeah. want their friends to have a life outside of. Oh. Yeah, I like. <laughs> oh, she's coughing. She's coughing. It was the. Emo- emotion that came up uh, yeah. that brought up some phlegm. Yeah. I, 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 the phlegm was gone until today. I don't know what's I think gone. I'm telling you it's a dip in temperature. Oh, yeah. It's a fall phlegm. It's a fall phlegm. <laughs> now, having Chris on the podcast has been a long time coming. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, so I'm glad you're here. And Happy you guys, to be here. you also probably know Chris because he um, is has appeared on The Alarmist, which that's is right. an area show. Wee, wee, wee. That's right. And because that's his wife. My wife is Rebecca Delgado Smith, and she, her that's her show, The Alarmist. Yeah, that's right. And she comes home every day from work, and she has to spend two hours <laughs> working on The Alarmist, and I sit quietly. 
looking at her. And well, we've recently given her an assistant, so we're hoping that that really who's the assistant? Andrea. 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 Yes, Andrea has chipped in with some. With Does that some help her? Factoids. Yes. Yes, it's been good. It's been better, but she's still really busy, and I miss her dearly because she's so busy. But sometimes you have to put your podcast ahead of your marriage. Always. Always. You have to put your podcast ahead of your marriage. I mean, everyone at Erio's, definitely all of our marriages have taken a hit. That's but... an Erio's commitment. <laughs> That's an Erio's promise. <laughs> So, Chris, we like to start off the episodes. I don't know if you've listened. I have. And my favorite part of the intro is when you say, would you eat a muffin a week if you didn't have to and go to school? Would you eat a muffin? I don't even know what I say. You said, would, would you I eat muffins, muffins every the rest day? of my... If it meant I didn't have to go to school. <laughs> and then you drift off, so no one knows for sure what you say. <laughs> so, uh, you know I've at least listened to the intro. That's awesome. So this is the part, though, that we ask you, do you have any little moral dilemmas that are plaguing your mind? Yeah. Hmm. Let me think. Actually, I just thought of one. Okay. Well, this is... He's <laughs> acting because before we started, we wanted to start recording, and he, he started saying, well, no, I've, uh, let me run this by you because I don't know how to articulate it. Well, and then he started all, saying it like it well, was... Like he was, a, he was Mark Twain. And then when we said, hey, that's pretty good. Save it for the mic. He yelled at us. Yeah. And said, well, you should have been recording it. Could you imagine if Mark Twain had a podcast? Do you think it would be successful? Are or do you, you think kidding? it would get lost in the sauce? Big question. That's a <laughs> big one. It would be so good. <laughs> I definitely listen to that. Yeah. Me too. I mean, you, as we all know, Val Kilmer expertly portrays yeah. Mark right. Twain. I Maybe Erios could make an exception for yeah. Val. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, is it fair to say Mark Twain was the first part pot, podcaster? Yeah. I'm not going to fight you on that. Me neither. <laughs> he didn't have a microphone, but he sure had a pen. That's right. And they... isn't a pen a microphone without the wires? A pen? <laughs> Maria just laughed so hard at her own question. Oh my you know God. this about Maria, right? She, no one makes her laugh harder than herself. I don't, I don't think I know this, but she is literally in stitches right now. She's her own number one fan, like her own greatest fan. I mean, it was kind of funny. Yeah, like a microphone <laughs> and without the wire. I was editing one of these big ones, the one with Matt, with the, the it was with the conjoined twins. And I was doing it in bed at like midnight and my boyfriend was next to me um like trying to sleep and i was i had headphones on i was laughing so hard and he was looking at me and he went you know you're laughing at yourself oh. right and i was like i can't help it this is the funniest thing i've ever <laughs> that, but it scares him I, it is it's frightening but it's also great and i yeah i agree that's a good little one too actually like it's is like, it okay to think that you're, you're amazing funny? yeah <laughs> Well, I don't think funny. I'm amazing. I just think that I entertain myself with yeah. my thoughts. You know what it is? It's because you and I are both, and these are the words of um, the head manager for years at iOS. Um, we're, well, he said it about me, but I think it also applies to mm -hmm. you. We're accidentally funny. So we... <laughs> Ah, Chris <laughs> and it's a, to listen, it's a terrible thing to say but in some parts it's true because things come out of our mouths before we think them yes. so we are able to surprise ourselves that's why my mind is constantly surprising me whether it's with an anxiety attack or with a funny joke <laughs> but i still i still think that that is a <laughs> you never know isn't that fun 
But when Chris and I were auditioning for this show, I was really, I had that room in stitches. Remember? You know what? Like, you did, but like, if you remember correctly, I was the one who drummed up the group conversation. He really did. Chris was and so, Chris and I we, tested for a show together just yeah. a month or two ago. And this would have taken both of my best friends, Chris and Maria, <laughs> away to Canada yeah. for months. And and I would have been left here alone. Got they got close. so close. It would have been six weeks in Montreal. It would have been a little chilly, but like just that beautiful yeah. autumn by those great been lakes. Nice. And it just would have been. It great. would have been so so fun. And the money, my God, the money! Oh, I don't know what you were getting, but I was getting. Uh, <laughs> this girl's never been on a show before. Chris's money quote may have been a little <laughs> higher than yours. <laughs> my quote was a uh, sag scale. They were squeezing all of us. Yeah. We weren't all getting our our quote, but it, any network TV money is just. <laughs> Yeah, no, it would have been great. I mean, it's not podcast money. No, no, no. no, 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 no but no. what is? <laughs> but we, I mean, it's fair to say Chris and I had that room <laughs> in the palm of our hands. Oh, and I'm talking about the, the waiting, waiting room. room. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad you guys couldn't have gone into audition together. Yeah, we, oh, we made six nervous actors <laughs> laugh. Like, yeah. oh my God, what, a, what an accomplishment. You blown your loads a little early. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh uh, yeah, we all we both came out being like, eh, it went okay. Anyway, yeah. what are you guys talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it. I am. I thrive most in a in a in an environment when other people are nervous. Oh uh, yes. yeah, because you don't really get nervous. Okay, I don't Amanda. There's what? a man lying no. on the roof. No! <laughs> oh my god! What are you talking about? There is. A That's man. a worker. No, I saw him. Outside. But he was laying down on the roof. With his head down. He's got a full on jumper. So that's what they do. That's what they do to make you think. That's not my roof, though. It's true. <laughs> oh my God. The neighbor's roof. There's a man, a bearded man in an all black jumper. That's such oh, a shock. Wow. Wow. Anyway, yeah, we didn't get it, but I, I like to think it was my own personal. Uh, victory that I made enough people smile those couple days to last me a lifetime. Yeah, I made I made enough people smile to last me a few hours after the audition. Yeah, and then uh, it was just back to the same old sad sack, dark cloud guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't that fun though? That was definitely the funnest part of that audition. I had a great time. But I'm glad you guys were in it together. And yeah. you're glad we didn't have to go to Montreal for two months. I mean, I really would have loved for you both to book this TV show. But yeah, I would have been sad my friends were gone. Well, they but I would have just come out there. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. I probably would have at least for a couple of days mm-hmm. stayed in your hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Like, where would we have stayed? In a, some sort of decent hotel, I bet. No, they would. We they were giving us a stipend to go and get like an Airbnb or something. Oh, so that's interesting. Could have been cool. Just yeah. like a lo- live like a local. Live like a local. Remember when we went out to Atlanta to do neighbors and they put us in that like red roof in or what? Oof, really? <laughs> it was really scary. Yeah. But then we finally got our own places. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that was. Uh, they had a kitchen though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway chris let's get to your little big one yeah okay so i thought of a little big one which was sort of uh cropped up recently in my life when um the movie uh once upon a time in hollywood 
by auteur director and writer Quentin Tarantino came out. Yeah, uh, that was about a month ago, and I did not like the movie, mm. but a lot of my friends did, and so okay, I quick, guess quick. Jesus Christ! I'm That's how roll. Maria says. Excuse me. Quick, 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 quick. How much did you not like it on a scale of one to ten? First part of the question. Tens being it made me love it. No, ten, wait, no, no, no. One, I don't, I don't like it no more. Oh, I thought it was all hate. Okay, I on see. On a hate scale or a like scale? On on like hate scale. I see. So one is I hated it. Ten is I loved it. I loved it. So what would I give the movie in the old classic one to ten? Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I thought you were saying quick, like 10 quick. is I hated it. It made me throw up. Okay, and well, let's do one that. One is like, is I, like I hated it. it, but I did. Yeah, I... Let's mix it up. Um, okay. okay. Uh, I would say like... This is hate scale? Hate scale, yeah. Like the movie itself, probably only like four. Like I didn't hate it that much. Okay. But the sort of like context of like all of the attention it was getting and sort of like I thought it made me hate it even more. So I would give it like a seven or an eight with like the context of Whoa. And what's a ten? What on a hate scale is a ten? What movie's a ten? Yeah, like what why hate a movie, first of all? Like I wouldn't even put it in those terms. They can rub you the like, wrong way. They well, sure can. I can name a few. I mean, if a subject matter is dealt with like the wrong way and you're offended by it and it's like yeah. lazy, like that's hateable. Like a hateable Or if offense. a movie gets made and you're like, Why did this even get made? Why are we giving opportunities to like these criminals? <laughs> uh, I, I know there's been movies that I've hated a lot I hate um, when movies are aware of themselves I mm-hmm. hate it when you can tell that people are loving what they're they, they're thinking they're so cool Maria do you have a 10 that you hate that much um I don't want to you know I'm in the industry or I'm trying to be and so I don't want to you're in the industry this is so gross you know at RH to say we're trying I know <laughs> it's not true yes it is it's all relative. Yeah. But you're relatively speaking. But I don't want to burn right any bridges. The industry. Oh, come on. I don't want to burn any bridges. Come on, say it. Come no, on. No, you're name, trying to not it. give me a... Name names. Yeah, no. I'm going to make it into an audiogram. What's the movie you hate and audiogram? Oh, yes. An audiogram is oh, like... God. Okay, Her eyes lit up. Is a, when you, it's like a social media post with a little dizzy oh, line. Oh, you know? sure, sure, a dizzy sure. dizzy line. A dizzy line. Yeah, I get it, though. Um, say it, please. No. Come I'm not going to burn a bridge. What bridge are you going to okay, burn? I'll tell you a movie. I... I'll, I'm going to say it, but I'm going to bleep it out. Wow, okay. that was easy. I'm going to bleep it out, though. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I hated that movie. I hated. Like, thank 10. You. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Okay, so what? I, I thought it was watchable, but I don't like when beep that this actor <laughs> We'll do beep. it. I'll beep it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should bleep ourselves. I'll you say the actor, we'll say it on three, and I'll bleep you. Okay. Okay. So I don't like it when bleep. (laughs) Who is like a no girl? That would have to bleep all that out. You're giving them all the clues. Is playing like a forty-five-year-old body, like like, body, body. Oh, like in the Renaissance way. Yes, yes, yes. No, yeah, it was just like, 
aren't we cool in our <laughs> in our costumes and our and our accents and like aren't we acting like we're in this i am so, like i know exactly what you're talking about and i am so on your yeah. okay but let's get back to chris's dilemma because okay, you didn't say so, the second sorry maria sorry Did you have, <laughs> quick 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 your quick 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 took us about 15 minutes you should say long 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 <laughs> wonder we don't get that many listeners <laughs> okay so you're um you're the second part of your dilemma right so the question is the dilemma is what should you do if your friend really likes something and you really have a low opinion of it or you don't like it or you hate it because should you ruin their enjoyment of it by bringing up all of your little issues to it or should you what should you do well, are you talking in because when you brought this up before, you said before they had seen it, you ruining it. No. Well, there's that as I think is a separate question. Okay, so that's part B. Yeah. So yeah. I have thoughts on this. Yes. I guess I'll just jump right in. Amanda, go ahead. Yeah. So I think, okay, so I understand the impulse that's like um, not before the person's seen it kind of tampering their expectations. Like, I think that's not cool. Because you should let people, it's like when you're going to introduce someone to this friend of yours, but you're like, but you're, you know, they're, they're kind of like a, a shitty person and they're annoying and like, it's like not cool to do that. You should let people form their own impressions before you try and like, you know, guide them. But I think if after the fact, part of the fun of cinema is that people do respond differently to things. And if there's a movie I love that someone else hates, like I want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, that doesn't bother me. Like if you don't like something yeah, I agree. I agree that if if after the fact that you both have seen the movie, then you should let your freak flag fly and let your 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 ideas be known. But beforehand, although, you know, you can look at like movie reviewers as people that spoil the fun for everyone. Yeah, they because, certainly do. Because they do. I mean, you do go look at Rotten Tomatoes and you go, oh, it has a 50 percent. It's probably not good. And it's like, well, if I took, you know, a lot of my favorite movies didn't get good ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. So who's, you know, who's the fool? Who's getting who's getting the fresh and who's getting the rotten. Exactly. And that's not sometimes the audience score will be like a hundred percent and the the critic score critic will, score be, will be like twenty percent and it's like, well, wait a minute, what's going on here? Right. I mean it it's it's just like um I guess it's like I I don't withhold my I'm not saying I withhold my like opinions about things. Like I guess I'm just saying like I I do like temper the way that I say things and I really kind of pad it when I'm talking to someone who I know, like I saw people be like, I loved this movie. Like once upon a time in Hollywood specifically, like that movie, like people, a lot of my friends came out and were like masterpiece. It was like so good. Like I loved that era and just like Brad Pitt was so cool and like all this it's. And so like, why do I want to be the guy who's like, whatever, bringing up my own, like, personal like grievances to like ruin this person's like perception and like i don't know so what i'll do is i'll say well it didn't really respond i I didn't really respond to it what did you like about it and then like they'll say and i'll be like yeah that's great like good for you that's awesome and if they want to like know what i didn't like about it i'll be like you know i i don't know for me it was just it was okay but you know i wish there was more story or was a little tighter it was a little more cause and effect or something and then they'll be like uh okay but what i really want to say is like it was like 
it, we should really be expecting more from a guy like you should say that then let's give you the opportunity no on this i don't want to podcast. Yes. please chris because i want you to feel like you can speak your mind <laughs> and people listen you can fast forward for the next 30 seconds okay so i think that quentin tarantino is the emperor's new clothes. Like, I think Mm. we're all totally blinded when we see, like, he's making a movie. Like, I think we judge him totally differently than we judge, like, other movies. Like, I... I think he needs, like, a writing partner to keep him on track and, like, to tell a more concise story. I think he gets really lazy when it comes to storytelling, and he allows himself, like, these gratuitous scenes that don't belong in the movie. I would use the... um, Bruce Lee scene, for example, like that Mm. seemed totally unnecessary to me. It totally went nowhere. I'm not really even certain like what I was tracking. Like I was most interested in the relationship between Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio's characters, but like that was totally dropped after about 15, 20 minutes. And it was only picked up like sort of in the, in the last like quarter of the movie. And I think like, there's a great, like, And I love the impulse to be like, what a great era. Like, let's live in that era and like, let's be truthful to the era. And it's like, yeah, he fucking did that. And it was awesome. But like, shouldn't we, like, I'm paying a lot of money, like to go to the movies. Like, um, there's popcorn's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) And you're getting a, a lot of popcorn. And I'm, and I, and I'm just like, not when I'm not like connected to like, what's going to happen to this main character? What does he want? And like, how is he going to get it? What's in his way? And like, what is driving him? They're just, or her, obviously. But in this case, it was him. I think it was the Brad Pitt character was, was our main, what we were most, what we, who we spent the most time with, I guess. But um, it just had none of that. And I just couldn't connect to it. And I was just really disappointed. I feel like the story, there could have been a better story there, like in a second or third draft. Yeah, but that is a bummer. <laughs> see like like no because i think that's important of i don't think you should temper no your, I, I i was just joking i agree with your <laughs> you don't have to agree with me like movies don't have to be that no, way i agree with that that you, i should you're be able, able to, to yes, say that okay. but yeah okay what were you gonna say well just that you know that it's not bringing other people down by having that opinion. If someone feels strongly about a movie, then you saying, well, I didn't like it because of this isn't going to make them go, oh, no, I guess I don't <laughs> like it either. You know what I mean? I will say, though, that Chris has influenced me on movies before because when I saw A Star is Born, mm-hmm. I was like, meh. And then I talked to you about it for a while. And then I became obsessed. Oh, wow. Like in a way, because I had seen it with my parents, um, (laughs) like at this like little movie theater in Long Beach. And um, there was just like other things going on around me that like kind of took me out of the movie. You know, like, oh, dad's going up to go to the bathroom. And like, is he going to fall in the eye? You know what I mean? (laughs) Just like noises and stuff. But then... (laughs) After I talked to you about it, I was like, oh, like Chris really liked it. And I started to think about it. And then I was like listening to the song over and over again. And then I did become like, I really liked it. So I do think <laughs> you have, you do, you're right to acknowledge your power. <laughs> well, that's nice to hear. And I did like that movie. And it's funny because then I later watched it on a, on a plane or at least a couple scenes. And I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, but I think any plane movie will do that. That's to you. true, but I think yeah. like just in terms of I think what's important what you said is that like 
there's so much that is involved in like where you are at in your life, like even specific to who you're watching the movie with the noises that happen during it. And also like the mood you're in the sort of like any recent fights you've been in, like where your career is, like where you are like financially, or if you're on vacation or if you're, it's like, there's like movies don't aren't like, I don't, obviously it's all subjective and it's, and it's, and it's up to the viewer. Yeah. But there is critic, there is critical thinking when it comes to art and film and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, true. there is, there isn't a sense of like, well, it's just, you know, it's like people can, you're taking very technical things about the movie and going, well, this didn't make sense that this was here. And this. someone can like the movie overall, but you're bringing up pieces of the movie that were weak points to you yeah and if you know it's that's not going to change someone else's view about whether the movie really like inspired them or hit them but it's going to make them see just the intricacies of things that maybe they didn't see before Mm -hmm. i think that you should i mean i'm always vocal about stuff that i like and i i never am like you like that movie i'm never like that but i'll be vocal if amanda said i like which i'll bleep i just bleep that again i'd be like I hated that movie, but it's not that I'm trying to make her feel bad that she liked it. I'm just letting it be known why I didn't like it and why it grossed me out right. so much. But would you say, because here's my question, follow-up question for you then. Would you say like you you share, I mean, it's obviously true, but like you share certain opinions with certain people and you don't share other opinions. Or would you say it's like important to share your true like unfiltered opinion with like anybody who brings up Obviously, you wouldn't do that, right? You're not going to go around like sharing your unfiltered opinion with just anybody. Well, obviously, she's bleeping the name of the movie. She doesn't. <laughs> well, I don't want to yeah, burn right. any bridges. Exactly. I don't want to burn any bridges. But besides burning bridges, because that's kind of like a different thing, I guess yeah. it's like if if there were no sort of like, I don't know, whatever, like job consequences, like... Do you feel like there are there certain aren't. people at the end of the day there really aren't any consequences? <laughs> Could there here. be any more job consequences? <laughs> like really. Um but there are certain people who you'll share your unfiltered like opinion with and there are certain times to do it and then there are others not to or I don't think I mean I feel than... like I'm very sorry, quick, no, quick, no. quick. But I'm <laughs> I feel like I'm very like cautious about all that stuff, and I, I'm very particular about who I share what with. Mm. I don't think I am, unless it's like a status situation where, like, I'm in a job interview or something. Yeah, where I just want to be loved. Yeah, but other than that, <laughs> you want to be loved in a job interview. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's <laughs> yes, I do. That's, that's the whole idea. Um, and also, what job interviews? <laughs> you mean auditions <laughs> or like generals? <laughs> <laughs> sad um but i'm pretty vocal about what i like even like a beloved movie that a lot of people love i'll be very be like that's the stupidest movie yeah because i understand that if someone loves that movie my reaction to that movie is not going to it may put a seed of doubt in their head i loved the first 50 shades of gray you remember when i saw that and i was yeah. like this is the best movie of the year <sighs> because it was just like entertaining it was mm-hmm. more than i thought it was gonna be and i get that it was campy or whatever but i was like this is fun i get that that's not but it's still is someone that's like oh that was movie was horrible it's like dude i just enjoyed being in the movie and watching it yeah At the end of the day that's what it is and you saying it wasn't a great movie isn't gonna change my mind about that yeah 
But what well, about you, Amanda? Are you somebody who shares certain things with certain people? Are you are you more careful with your true feelings? No, I don't think so. Because I don't. I a lot of times I just kind of like things, and I don't. Sometimes I'll have a strong opinion about something, and if I do, I'm kind of excited about it. I want to like. I feel. I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, I had a strong opinion about that. Either way, I want to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I. But usually, I am like air on the side of oh i i liked that you know i'm just that's just more my temperament is yeah. to like but then i can't so that's why i think i am kind of persuaded sometimes by people's opinions because i'll be like oh i didn't think about it that way so but i don't mind that like yeah. i actually kind of like being like oh i didn't i could see where they're coming from and maybe it does slightly affect how i feel about a movie that i was kind of like neutral about yeah. but then every once in a while i really hate something and like what um, I'm trying to think of a movie that it. I really hated. Well, okay, I don't oh. mind. You don't have to what the end of La La Land. Yeah, yeah like set I'll me believe off. That because I was you could very well be working with Damien Chazelle. Oh, are so you kidding? True. I've said this You're all over type. town. What I was, I'm his type. Yeah, you are his type. What's his type? Young. <laughs> really? <laughs> don't bleep any of this. Um. <laughs> I hated the ending of La La Land. It just like set me off really bad. Yeah. Uh, I liked the, the, some of the songs and the colors. Yeah, I, I didn't like, like that. Like a child movie. watching a cartoon. I liked I like the, the songs the and the colors. <laughs> but uh, another thing I want at some point we should talk about on this podcast is what do you do when you consume some sort of art that your friend has made and it's horrible? Like you go to see your your friend's movie and it's yeah, terrible, and then like well, usually it's, you have you, to just lie. You have most, to lie. Most things are bad though, right? You know, I have a real <laughs> I I don't disagree, but I have a problem with people praising mediocrity, and it's and I get that you have to to a certain point when you're around artists, creative people, and people are constantly making not great things <laughs> yeah God. <laughs> sorry but oh i'm are we all watching you know beautiful films every day by our peers i don't think so That's so true <laughs> like most things you watch are mediocre now i've had enough experiences in my life where i've seen things that have blown me away where i'm able to differentiate oh sorry oh my god oh sorry was it thanks Boy, you guys are going to have a whole new Christmas. It's going to be a lot more nasal. Oh wow! Well, the microphone's they, now they pointing right at my nasal. tip of my nose. It's fine. I don't care. I was saying that I've had enough experiences in my life. I can name on my hand. I can what name on my hand. <laughs> I could write down on my hand the times that I've seen things that have blown me away. And so when I see something that doesn't blow me away, I go like, no, that wasn't great. And, you know, I think a lot of people are like, no, it was great because it exists. You know, like that's their way of thinking now. And it's like, well, sure. no, it's not. And I let me have an opinion about it. Because when I see something that's great, it really feels good. Well, you know, it's it's all about the way you word it and phrase it to the people. And it's like, it's all in the subtext, right? Because you'll say, great job. That was awesome. I had yeah. so much fun. Or if you, if you say, you know, whatever. Well, let's do, but if you, if like, you I've, just came, saw my movie. Right. And I didn't like it. Just talk to me. Okay. Ready? Yeah, it's God awful. 
Okay. It was really bad. No, you guys come talk to me. You just watched okay. my movie that my short film called uh, Le California. Le California. <laughs> Le California. Yes. Which is about uh, a French girl who moves to, to Hollywood. Ca- yes. And um and um, gets involved with a sex cult. Oh god. I know exactly how I handle these situations. Okay, so, so oh my god, you guys thank you so oh much god, for Maria, coming. Oh my god, I'm so Maria, proud of you. You are? Yeah. What a Feet. So what was, how long did it take you guys to shoot that? Um, how long do you think it took? I, I don't know. <laughs> There's no way you would, uh, six weeks. No, we took us, it took us, that was about two weeks. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Wow, Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's did you guys great. like it? Yeah. It was, I love the part where, and I'll pick a specific moment. Yeah. Like I love the part where she first, first gets off the plane and she looks around and she goes, <gasps> Mona me. Oh my god, that's my favorite part. Did you like it, Amanda? I'm so, I just like it. Just the fact that you even accomplished it. No, but like, did you like? Yeah, the, it was great. You liked the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why can't you just say you like it? I did. I loved it. Well, that's the thing. Is that like what's so great about these situations, and what what makes you weasel out of them so easily is that that character Maria was just playing doesn't exist because. There's like humans are have this built in like protection mechanism where they yeah. won't they don't want to know the truth. They don't want to know the so truth. So they don't press. Yeah. That and I do so press, true. but real Maria does. Now you do. Yeah, Maria really does. And, but no one yeah. ever gives me a straight answer. No. <laughs> so she so really do. You'll be like, Are you serious? No, I think you hated it. Yeah. What do you really think? No, no matter what you say, I'll say, Well, you hate it and you're just you're you're a liar. Okay, no, can I... You hear- didn't press me. We read your your movie. You're an Amanda's movie. And I said, congratulations. That was awesome afterwards. Oh, I think and we... You didn't uh, ask me for... Because we burned knew. out. <laughs> we were burned but out. Can I hear your guys' tone if you really did like the movie that I did? So, like, say that I just did... I just showed you guys, like... My thing is that I get really low energy. And I'll pull, pull someone aside and so I'll say, you really did a good job. You have a knack for that. You should definitely keep doing that. Oh my God. Wow. And See, wasn't that convincing? Yeah. yeah. And I'll say, um, that was honestly really good. What do you, it, it was? Yeah, that was, that was great. Like, and then I'll, I'll, this is what I'll do. I'll be like, cause you know, like all short films are horrible, right? That's but, like, right. This one was actually good. That's right. Well, but what you, about, that's a classic move. Yeah. That's a classic. What move. about my short film last year that you saw like California? Yeah. That was fucking this was terrible. A much better. <laughs> I mean, you've definitely evolved. <laughs> I'm so glad you don't you moved on from that. Well, I think yeah, I think speak your mind 100%. Okay, so yeah. I think it's time. Well, Thanks I'm going to take for a the break advice, now. Girls. Oh, well, first we got to do our ask. Oh shit. But I got to blow my nose, but start the ask. Okay, so now this is the time in the podcast when we demand that our listeners rate and review and tell their friends about the big ones. So since you're a man, Chris, will you just kind of aggressively ask? Listen up, listeners. Don't don't make me angry or more angry than I already am. Get online. Go to a go to your nearest uh, computer or your phone. Pull up the iTunes. Go to uh, the big ones, and then scroll down, and you'll see you'll be able to review it. And you get one out of five stars. And on that scale, we want five. Don't give me four. Don't give me three. Don't pussyfoot around. You know what's right. You know what's good. Rate it five. And then click on some of the reviews. Read them. They're all really good. And then you go to uh, write your own review. 
drop something. Be honest. It's mm. going to be good because you really like this show. Obviously, you've been with it for a long time. You're not just some... You obviously like it. Just admit that you like it. And then put in the review, I obviously like it. I'm just admitting that I like it. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. That Thank was you. great. I'll read, let me read one review that oh, we got this great. week. And, and remember um, last week I said we should get to um, 400 ratings. Uh, we're at 397. So we're a little bit short. Wow. And I okay. am disappointed. Now, some people would be That's happy about that, but... The, the fact that this we're so close oh, actually right. is, is it's infuriating. Yeah. It's like the glass is almost full. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, but there is a glass. Uh, this is from Kimmy Sless. Such a fun listen. I'm a new listener, but already a loyal one. I've started working my way through the back catalog, and every episode is a delight. Marie and Amanda really do brighten my day. That's great. And then this is someone listening in Saudi Arabia. Holy moly. The Little Movie Reviewer. The big ones helps me get through long plane rides to and from the U.S. and living part-time on a compound, a walled secured community for Westerners in Riyadh. Riyadh? Oh, yeah. You nailed that. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda and Maria's dynamic is delightful. And I love hearing... What they and their guests have to say. The Steve A. G. Little Mermaid episode is one of my favorites. Thank you so much, you guys. Thanks, everyone. Is there anything about me in there? Um, not no. yet, because you just uh, we have not released this yet. Check yeah, some of the, check some of the older ones. Oh, from when? From the beginning. Did you write in? I don't know. You might. You never know. It could be. No, no, I didn't write. <laughs> this is like a setup. This is just like a dry idiot character who's obsessed with himself. A dry idiot. <clears throat> well, guys, we'll be back after this quick break with the big, big one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, we're Welcome back. back. Wow. <laughs> so are we ready to um, dive into the big, big one? I think so. Are you ready, Chris? Nope. Okay. But I'm, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, my God. That's a good That's attitude. the way to well, do it. Well, I don't it. know what the question is. So how can I be ready? Because you're ready to hear it. I'm always ready to hear it, I guess. Yeah. He's still doing his dry idiot. <laughs> no, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So listen up, dummies. You are a... This is inspired by the movie, The One I Love. Oh. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's a good movie. You are a couple on the brink of divorce. You're very disconnected from one another, but are trying to work things out in therapy. Your therapist suggests you take a weekend retreat to a large, secured estate. Some strange things start to happen, and you notice your spouse is not acting like themselves. In fact, they're acting exactly how you wish they had always acted. All their flaws are suddenly gone, and they're the perfect partner. Given the choice, would you want to stay with the perfect version of your spouse or leave the magic estate and have them go back to the nagging, judgmental version of themselves that was bringing your marriage to the brink of disaster? 
wow. She stuck the landing there. You just yeah. wiggled at I the end. I went off script. She oh, always really? does. Yeah. You can see her eyes drift from the, the computer. And they just, but you got there. Yeah, just, I got perfect. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, Chris, first thoughts. Okay, my first thought is no. I would not want the... Because if you know it's fake, right? We're assuming that you know that this person is a different person, right? I don't think, because that's kind of how it is in the movie. I think for us, it's a little bit more ambiguous. Because I think it makes it more interesting to talk about. Like, it, it is, you're not sure, really. So you're basically asking, do you want a relationship to not have, like, valleys? You just want peaks. Yeah. Basically, yeah. But isn't just one peak a mesa? And isn't a mesa just a plateau? What's a mesa? A table? It's a flat. In Spanish? Well, isn't a mesa? <laughs> <laughs> it's a flat. Look it up. Yeah, it's a long flat. It's plane. a flat. Pl- it's flat a flat. Plane. It's a. It's an elevated plane. Ex- exactly, and that is a pr- actually that is well. It's a very isolated apt. flat-topped hill with steep sides. Yeah. So, <laughs> but this would be me. a mesa without the sides. <laughs> so you're making a good point, but you yes. can continue. No, it just isn't it a, a mesa? Which is who oh, I want a mesa? Stop! Which is a... Why she keeps saying that? <laughs> well, a mesa. <laughs> another word is like it's just a flat line, right? It's just like uh, it's yeah. I'm dead. thinking when it's you death. said peaks, I thought mountains, but now you're thinking like heartbeat lines. It's true. I've switched sort of <laughs> metaphors. Okay, let me cut through all these metaphors <laughs> and say, basically, to me, this question boils down to, like, can you, are our partner's flaws also what makes us love them? Or would it be, okay, would you still be able to be happy with someone who is, doesn't have any character flaws? Or is that going to be boring? Right. That's, yeah, that's. It sure would be easier, huh? Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, you'd Boy, be if like... she'd take the trash out every once in a <laughs> yeah. while, things would be so I mean, swell. but those are the things that I feel like this would affect. Or like, they're not... They're going to listen. If you have a feeling, they're going to like hear your feeling. And if they're wrong, apologize. And it's Can like... Can I tell you something that had... This reminds me of something that happened. So Craig and I, my boyfriend Craig and I, were fighting... And he did, this is how I think I would feel if I had the the perfect boyfriend or whatever, or I saw this in him. We were fighting, and instead of, like, elevating it, he just came and hugged me. And I said, what are you doing? (laughs) And he said, I'm just hugging you. Like, it's, and I said, what are you doing? I said, is this a trick? Like, I could not wrap my head around the idea that he was trying to just, like, get just be like you know what enough let's just love each other wow and i was my head was spinning i'd never seen anything like it wow i think that's awesome like if that was the change i'm in yeah but it's scary when it happens and so i don't know well you also don't want that to be a sort of salve or like a cover for their true feelings Right, like some, and I'm not saying this was what Craig was doing, but I think he was trying. Probably he was just trying to. He was just. It's like that could be another way of saying shut up. Like going and hugging someone could be another way of saying like 
I'm done listening to you. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I'm yeah. sure he was. Yeah, I'm sure he was saying <laughs> I'm that. not saying that. Sure no, but I kind of, I like that. Doing, yeah. But no. you like that because you're like, you're saying you like that. Why? Well, I, I guess what I like is to, if I'm angry about something, to be able to express it and then have the person say, I hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And then they don't say anything else. (laughs) But you don't even, even if they don't hear what you're saying, just to be vocal about saying they heard you. Yeah. Yeah. So here we're getting into sort of like fight and fighting and conflict resolution. But I I think the question is more about, I think, personality flaws. Yeah, I think you're right. So let's like just, um, we don't have to get super specific about like what we would change in our partners. But I just think like... We can do, if you want, we can make up some hypothetical characters um, that might make this a little bit easier of a discussion. Like we can create um, a partner who we can kind of decide on their flaws. So you're saying just like give our partners pseudonyms? (laughs) (laughs) That we'll combine them into one. Because if they don't hear their names, they'll think they're talking about someone But let me ask you this real quick. Now say... This question was being asked to all of our significant others. So then, they what parts of ourselves do you Ooh, think good would question. change? This is good, and I feel like Matt would definitely take this deal. See, and do you <laughs> I think? Do. And I then, do. and then the second part of this question is: when those things were changed, would you still be who you are, personality-wise? Right. Yeah, right. let's let's try. Okay, Maria, will you want to start since it's your idea? <laughs> yeah, Maria. Um. I think I wouldn't be as stubborn. Um, I wouldn't be as uh, judgmental. Um, I wouldn't be... Yeah, I'm very judgy. Um, and I'm very stubborn in my ways. And I'm also like... My my anxiety makes me very quirky in that like little things really bother me where it's like they sh- little things that shouldn't be a big deal are a big deal. So Maria just becomes... She gets easy breezy Maria. She yeah, just I just become like, kind of like, let's do whatever. Mm, like, let's go... Good. Like, Amanda, you be who who I'm with. Like, just, I'm Craig. Okay. Hey, hey, babe, do you want to go... Um, yes, whatever it is, yes. <laughs> so intense <laughs> nothing oh, breezy God, about could that. you imagine yes oh, my no. god <laughs> oh my god you were really intense when you said Whereas yes that was really hard real thing, hard now, character it, for you to play do it as real maria hey babe um there's um this uh convention i want to go to on sunday um but we have to drive you know it's like four hours away um what where sorry where is it <laughs> It's like up in the desert, but it's near Palm Springs, but just a little bit past Palm Springs. And but we, we have just to go for the day. Yeah, we're just going to go for the day. Okay. Uh, what? Okay, you don't want to go? No, I do. Well, I you sh- don't seem like you want to oh, go. Yeah. God. Real nervous. This is too real. So yeah. So maybe I should be the revised version of myself because I'm fun and I'm ready to go. Yeah, but if you know you're not going to have fun, like you. Need no, I to would have fun. Those... It's just my, my. I'm just. I need all the details before I go. Totally. Before you agree or show any enthusiasm. All right, Amanda, your turn. Okay, so I guess um, my the my flaws that I feel like my partner might want to change or like if I'm in a bad mood and I roll my eyes mm-hmm. that I think he would want to have Sass. that. I'm not allowed to like, he would like to, my eyes to not be physically able to roll. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, honestly, if there was a little implant I could get oh in my, my eyes, I would get that. You can't roll your eyes. <laughs> your corneas are set straight. Like, you can't even look around. Or you can look side to side, but you can't look up or down. Also, he would like if I wasn't able to do this with my hands. <laughs> And for She's those of you who are seeing, I'm putting them up. And this is my way when like something's getting getting heated, I do this. I go like, okay, okay. And people find it, some people find it dismissive. Uh, it's basically her two hands up as though she's a mime yes. and it's pushing. She's in it's, a wall. It's a, yes. And she's pushing out going, stay away from me. Okay. So first let's do the real Amanda. Okay. Um, and then I'll do the revised Amanda. Okay. Chris, do you want to do this with her? Sure. Uh, so maybe it's like something where you're just like kind of giving me like um some sort of uh, like an easy criticism that couples have to deal with. Like, hey, do you mind doing this or you something? Okay, okay. Hey, I've noticed that the plants have gotten just a little dead. So like, if you could just remember to Amanda, your eyes are dead. <laughs> She's looking no, at you I with have... her half open no, eyes. No, I... Okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, just some of the plants sort of look a little wilted. Okay, yeah, no, no, I'll do it. Wait, that's <laughs> no, the this is the real me. Okay. It's really hard to do this on podcast. Yeah, like, nobody's okay, going to see you guys. The I was kind of like, yes, yes, I'll do it. My hands Your went hands up. Your hands were and up I... and her eyes rolled okay. away. And now, I'll tell you, my first reaction is, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. Like, there is no need for that. <laughs> okay, so now do the real, the new Amanda. Okay. Hey, Amanda. <laughs> her wrong? arms are out like a Barbie doll. Is something wrong with you? <laughs> Wait, take a video so we can post it on okay, our Instagram. Right, hold on. Okay, ready? And go. Hey, Amanda, are you okay? I'm great. Are you are you auditioning to be some kind of um, mannequin or something? <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> well, your I'll... jokes. I love your jokes. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. Um, anyway, I was just hoping like some of the plants around the house look a little wilted. If you could just remember to like water them every couple of days. I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, come on. There's got to be a middle ground. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I the, what is the movie called? The one I love. Like, I don't know if that's. The oh, one you can love. all right, Chris. How about how about you? What's your flaw? Um, I think my flaw is pretty clear to me. It's that I'm moody. I'm. I have a bad. I can have a really bad attitude. Mm. Like if something's not. If I feel like something, like I'm going to a place and I'm, or like a, like uh, hanging out with people I kind of have to hang out with, or if I like am in a bad mood for some reason, something happened, I'll just bring the baggage with me where I'm just, yeah. I'll just, and I'm really bad at sort of like leaving it behind. And at least with Rebecca, my wife, who I, um, I think. You know, I really tr- like I can be my total true self with. Right, you know right. What I mean, so I'll just like, I'll just be like a real drag and kind of like, um, and it'll be, a, a, you know, something she'll have to deal with. So, so what's an example of like a situation you'd be yeah. in where you might bring something? Like, is it like you're showing up at a party? Are you and her having to like go run an errand or something? Yeah, or? it's, it's like, yeah, that'll be a big one. Like, it'll be like, 
Um, if we're in the grocery store and like, I'll just like not want to like be there. I'll be Let's like, see, why are we you both be Rebecca, here? You be, you be Chris. And I'm like pushing the cart. Okay. Like, so then maybe this is real. Chris. Okay. So I'm like, this is and, how and you like, really are. And if I like participate, like that's the thing is there's a, li- a grocery list. And, like we're both here and like, I'll just not like want like be looking at the list or like engaging with the list. Oh, oh my God. Oh my that, God listen, I know off. this. I know this. You shut yeah. off. Okay. Not if I don't know this from you, I'm just saying in general. From yeah. People. Yeah. So you be real. You be your Chris. Okay. Um, okay. So we have, um, do you want to like split up and then you go get the produce and I'll get the cereal or. Yeah, whatever. Um, so is that a yes or. Yeah, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Well, <laughs> what do you want to do? You know what? Don't worry about it. Why don't you just like be on your phone and I'll do everything. But you don't like whatever. Just give me the list. <laughs> God. Uh, okay, fine. Here's the list. <laughs> do you, what kind really of yogurt do you want? I don't know. Whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> oh my god that's okay. how it is please let me see the changed version i want to see this changed version okay and this is the new chris okay um okay so uh let's see like what i guess i'll go grab the eggs from the frozen section um oh that's a good idea but i don't think the eggs are going to be in the frozen section <laughs> why why don't you why don't you give why don't you give me the list okay i'll go get some of the frozen fruit that we have to get from the frozen section and you can grab the eggs from the egg section oh okay great and then oh also i was wondering if you had any opinions on what we should have for dinner tonight oh yeah well i was thinking salmon (laughs) but honestly i'm pretty open-minded we can grill up some chicken um you know what let me look up a uh, let me look up a uh recipe and i'll get back oh my god this is hot A man engaging in grocery shopping <laughs> is so hot. <laughs> Don't you think like a guy having opinions on what to make for dinner and I'll being like, you. I'll look up a recipe. Yeah, I'll look up a recipe. Can I tell you like this, this happened one time with me and Rebecca and it's like, it's really stuck with me. Like it was about a year ago or something where we had to do the, um, appetizers for um thanksgiving and we really collaborated on it like all the way through when we were in the grocery store and i was like i'm gonna go like decide on some of the meats like the good um charcuterie and she's like okay cool like you got it and i was like boom and i was really engaged it was like it's so good for the relationship like when things go that way but like it's not always that way but when things do go that way it's great but i remember her saying like a few weeks later like in front of our therapist like she was like that was like one of the best moments of like my of our relationship and i was like why didn't you say something that you were happy or something she's like i honestly i didn't want to call attention to it because i was enjoying it so much and you also don't want to make the person feel like by saying that's nice that you're somehow insulting them like you don't do this enough sure you know you just don't exactly Um, i I, sometimes like matt will do that a little bit where he'll give me a it's a compliment but i always hear it as a criticism of like oh you're acting so fun right now like I, I right, wish you yeah, were no. like this more. <laughs> and I always am just like, okay. <laughs> but this oh. happened to us last night because I got a, I had a late recording. I've just been, um, burnout is the word I was looking for. <laughs> there was this morning I was talking to Marie and I was like, I'm having a feeling and I, what is the word for it? There's a word for it. And I just remembered it's burnout. <laughs> So I had a late night. You're feeling like a burnout or you're feeling burned out? I'm feeling like I'm in, I'm in coming into a burnout. Oh, 
yeah i'm like entering into a burnout so that's i've already decided like i'm not working well, that's this good, weekend we're about to start our draft our uh, no no that will be a reprieve for me <laughs> okay. i'm podcast burnt out and actually oh, yeah. this is really i'm having a lot of fun doing this but um it's we just do a lot of recording and i'm feeling a little no, burnt out yeah. on that I just do work hard not yeah. necessarily my own podcast it's just recording everyone else's no yeah. i understand um so last night it was coming out of um actually a really great plug the alarmist an episode on the potato famine that's coming out in two weeks that was like blew heavy, my mind heavy it too, like was yeah. the craziest like everyone has to listen there's so much to the potato famine it's it was like i don't know i just it, everyone got like really emotional and riled up it's actually a wow. really cool episode um but anyway so i came out of the podcast last night it's like around eight o'clock and um I was like talking to Matt and he's like, hey, let's watch like, you know, we have a couple shows to watch. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm literally, I think I even said this or I was about to say like, yeah, but I've got to fold laundry. And he goes, I folded the laundry. And I went, what? <laughs> you folded the laundry? He's like, yeah, because I knew I wanted us to just be able to relax tonight. And I was like, my eyes welled up with tears. Oh my God. I was like, you folded the laundry. Wow. Because usually the dryer is like for I'm horrible at laundry. Um, and the, usually when I do laundry, the dryer is like my closet for at least two weeks where I'm just like going in. Where's that shirt? I go to the dryer. Right, right, right. Right. And he folded the laundry. It was the nicest thing. That's amazing. And, and that's not even to say that like Matt is like very helpful around the house. Like he takes like, really good care of the house. But like laundry's kind of fallen under my jurisdiction. And in that moment, it's just like being that step ahead of you. Oh, that was so amazing. Mm -hmm. Like it really is like the hottest thing. <laughs> yeah. Guys don't. It just doesn't come natural for us to sort of like think a plan like the planning. I think we get lazy in some in some occasions. In so some yeah, I, I mean, I, I do. That. I think too. it's not necessarily just a, a guy thing, but I think yeah. maybe more guys do it than girls. Maybe it's just maybe? like also just like a codependence thing. It's like when you spend enough time with one other person, you start to rely on that person for certain things, and when they feel like they're being taken not taken advantage of, but they feel like okay, well, I always do this thing, and if they take up that slack then yeah it's, it's always a good thing yeah, yeah it is nice every once in a while to try and push yourself to do that for the other person yeah so at the end of the day would you want to have the fully completely different version or perfect version of well in those little scenelets that we played out like i would love to be able to be that person for yeah for my better half me too yeah yeah, I mean, I just think I'm so suspicious of anything that's too good to be true. And so I think like, part of being in a relationship, even though it really is like one of the hardest things that you can do is to live with someone and like tend to a marriage or a long term partnership. I think that part of that is like constantly challenging yourself and like growing as a yeah. person and anything gross. that's like snap your fingers. Did you say gross? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anything that's like snap your fingers and they're suddenly perfect i feel like also you would stop being challenged yeah. oh. and then you might be able to take advantage of them like i don't know i just think like being able because a lot of the problems that like i've had in my relationship we've overcome yeah. through like work and communication <laughs> and i feel like that we can just keep doing that yeah yeah, no, I 100% agree that when you you both help each other develop like the best parts of yourself or whatever and like any like to find someone that calls you out on your weaknesses and doesn't let that stuff slide, I think is super important because then you can grow as a person. 
It's good. It's good. So it's about the journey. It's not about the destination. And it's not about expecting perfection from anyone, too. It's like you have to yeah. kind of love your partners. Right. Flaws. Because part of that hypothetical is that, you know, you would you like to stop working, basically? It's like, would you yeah. like to just like go on autopilot? And what's yeah. fun about that? Like, we need... Uh, humans need we need to know that we're on some kind of track that we're working towards something otherwise i think we become complacent and like bored and yeah but maybe every once in a while (laughs) (laughs) let's do an experiment let's the three of us take the rest of the day and be those versions of ourselves. Wow. Oh my god! Yeah. So what should we say? What we're gonna do? Like, like I'm trying to think. Like, what's something that I could do that Matt would be so? Well, I know a couple of things. Oh, girl, this is PG. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what I mean, right? <laughs> Don't you know? Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna question anything mm. to satisfy my own anxieties. I'm just gonna be like, oh, that's cool. Let's just do. Yeah, let's do it. What? That sounds fun. That oh my god, you great. gotta be careful though, because you might snap like Gone Girl. <laughs> she pretended oh to god, be the cool so girl. <laughs> she can't even yeah. do it for a day. She's, she she mentally implodes and kills someone. Cut to tomorrow, she's faked her own death. <laughs> They trace the evidence back to this conversation. They're like, this was all planned out. It's what I want myself to be because that is the bed. You know, I weigh myself down by being too internally like obsessed. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is being open to things and not questioning things to be like, well, are you sure that's the best thing? Just do it, girl. Just go live your life. Let let life happen. Oh, my God. So like, what are you going to do tonight? I don't know. Isn't that (laughs) Is it exciting? You're gonna just end up staying in and watching Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> no, I think Craig's going out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. you just gotta be open to that yeah, and not like whatever. stress the you details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I'm gonna be like very openly emotionally effusive, like giving. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is gonna backfire. Everyone's gonna. This- oh, I'll be. Huh. Um, I'm just trying to think of what I can do that would like be surprising and delightful. Well, you, uh, well, maybe you can reciprocate that moment you had with Matt where you, he thought ahead and did a little thing for you. Yeah. Maybe there's something that, you know, you could help him with that would clear up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's like eight hours in. She did it all the wrong color. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll jump in and edit some of these Conan episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, honey, don't worry about you. Know, I got it taken care of. I already edited it. It's very <laughs> mediocre. You'd <laughs> be like, "What are you thinking?" A lot of the interview was kind of boring. I cut yeah, it down to fifteen of... minutes. I think it's great. And I edited myself in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh track. Hi, guys. It's me, Amanda. <laughs> This is an Amanda takeover, an Erio's takeover of the Conan podcast. Yeah, I think I'll uh, I'll try and I'll give a verbal compliment. And <laughs> yeah, compliments are good. Yeah, compliment. what's the best version? Of, whatever you think the best version of yourself could be, just try that out. Yeah. Chris? You know what? Maybe it's also yours is not so much like what can you do right now? Because it's in certain circumstances that that pops up when he says, hey, yeah. would you mind? So maybe it's just like the next time that happens, instead of the hands, I was thinking maybe you can go two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. 
<laughs> Your hands just slowly morph into thumbs. Start crying. What would your eyes do? It's not rolling. They just start. Just roll your head. Oh god! Actually, I did take some light criticism this morning, really well, and it wasn't anything. It was just like, "Hey, can you not put the toothpaste here?" Yeah. And I went, "You got it." I said, "Also, I've been doing that for like four years. Have you been holding it in?" And he was like, "Yeah." Oh. <laughs> Where were you putting it? In his cup. Your toothpaste. Like your... so, he has this little cup oh. on the sink, and I thought it says, "Oh, this is the place he wants his toothbrush, <laughs> toothbrush and the toothpaste." And toothpaste. But <laughs> apparently, he doesn't want anything in the cup. But the toothbrush. <laughs> Not even the toothbrush. Oh. He wants Does the he cup. Does he use the cup? I think for... he uses the cup. Wow. Because uh, you they know, only do that in movies. I yeah, know. I, guess, I, I know. I guess my husband <laughs> uses a cup. I don't. I thought it was more of like a storage cup. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, love those hands turning into thumbs and then instead of your eyes rolling, your entire head rolling around. <laughs> I can't wait for you to do oh, that. Oh, God. I, okay, I I'm going to I'm gonna definitely do that. Okay, so Chris, what's yours? Well, I guess mine would just be in, being engaged, right? Like just, you know, I think she Rebecca has a taping tonight for the shows that she writes on and I'm going to go to that with some friends. And, you know, sometimes I go and I'm looking at my phone and then she'll come in and check with me and I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine, whatever, you know. But I'll just try and pay attention to the show. Maybe say, you know, I really liked that or like, yeah. this is really good. Ask and some questions. Ask some oh, questions. I know what you can just do. Just bring a little energy to it. Yeah. You take her aside and go, I think what you're doing is fucking great. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You got god. a real knack for that. Yeah, you I'm so proud of you I'm moment so of like proud of you. If this has been, you know, you really deserve this and you're I'm seeing you become I the woman. I see you. You just say I see you. I see you. Say I see you, girl. Wow. That's a good line. I see you. I haven't used that one yet. I see you and I don't like what I see. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> I imagine if we were the worst versions of ourselves. Ooh, I could do it so good. <laughs> we are the worst versions of ourselves. That's the problem. I don't know about that. Okay, well, this isn't super fun. Let's get to the dear big ones real quick and then... I sent it to you. I emailed oh, it to oh, you. Oh, you emailed it to me. Okay. Did we go uh, on for a long time? No, this yeah. is perfect timing, but we're at an hour. So, so we all said no, right? We yeah. wouldn't. We wouldn't. Yeah, I think the answer is no, because we decided that it's better to grow into that perfect person as opposed That's to right. just snap our fingers. Hold on. I oh. Okay. I think it's long, so I can come in. All right. Let's see. Okay. Maria, can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? Dear big ones, big, big, big fan. You two are an absolute hoot and your friendship and conversations fill my heart to the brim on the regular. Thank you. I've got a moral dilemma that I would love your help with. Spoiler alert, it's not a muffin troll thing, which is an in, kind of an inside joke where our listeners often troll us with their emails and they'll be this long, expansive email that ends up with the dilemma being, should I eat muffins for the rest of my life if oh, it means I don't, funny. they trick us. Like a Rick roll? Yeah. 
I live in an apartment with three other guys and one of our roommates recently brought over a big rug to put under our coffee table. We were all excited at first about having a new rug that made our whole common area feel a lot more cozy. Then the roommate who brought the rug told us there was one downside. The rug sort of has a swastika pattern on it. Stop. <laughs> at first we thought he was joking. Then we all gathered around the rug and looked at it more, clo- <laughs> more closely only to notice that there was something definitely similar to a swastika pattern around the rug. The rest of the night we spent discussing whether or not we should keep the rug. <laughs> the actual pattern is like the swastika flat like a square, not like a diamond and turned the other way. Also two lines extended Extend out from each end, connecting each semi swastika. Needless to say, we were concerned, and so arose our dilemma: Is this rug racist, and should we get rid of it? It should also be said that the four of us are white, and none of us are Jewish. We were concerned, though, if any guests would be offended by the rug or feel unsafe in our home. We obviously detest Nazism in today's political world, with white nationalism on the rise. We want to take this seriously. I think I'm the most liberal of the bunch, and my roommates are generally left-leaning, kind-hearted people. My roommate acquired the rug in good faith handed down from a great grandmother and to get a similar quality rug would probably run us several hundreds dollars hundreds of dollars different people made different arguments one roommate said that none of us would have noticed it if it hadn't been pointed out we also discussed the intention of the rug it seemed it wasn't made with the nazi symbol in mind someone also brought up that the symbol was originally an ancient symbol of peace that was appropriated inverted and tilted by the nazi party so it's possible that this was an innocent design choice but does the intention make it okay history informs our present and words and symbols change over time due to the events of history so i think anything that evokes a swastika intentionally or not could really upset one of our friends and i don't want to put them in a position where they have a visceral reaction and don't feel safe not sure if i'm overthinking it if it looks like a swastika and smells like a swastika isn't it still a swastika (laughs) or even swastika ish uncool and hateful and irresponsible what would the big ones do love anti-nazi anthony anti-nazi oh my god i I was so during this section yes Yeah, of course. I have um, a similar situation that happened to me where I bought this really cool shirt at a thrift store. And then I realized, and this, you remember this, that in the corner, there's was this, a lynching. <laughs> there's a little swastika looking symbol in the corner. Oh, I think I do. Yeah, yeah I'll bring yes, it yes, out. Yes. If you guys continue to talk, I'll go get it. Oh, my God. It's cute. <laughs> what do you think? I think she should accidentally in quotes spill something massive on the rug it's a he well she should get a woman to do it (laughs) (laughs) make it more believable um you think you think they should get i no, because i think if they're gonna get rid of it they should sell it yeah sell it it obviously bothers him and bothers the roommate so it might not bother someone else so sell it still has value yeah if it's if it's it shouldn't take up brain space i mean i don't think it's a i don't think it's a problem if it's not like an actual swastika like i i don't like yeah i don't i if it was like a red and black like flag swastika (laughs) rug then i'd be like yeah maybe chuck that out (laughs) like but if it's just you know a design that has something that kind of looks like one then i don't think you have to be worried but if it's taking up brain space then Get rid of it. Or put something big, like maybe if they have to put an opaque coffee table on top of it yeah. so you're not looking at it. Or put another rug on it. So here's my little shirt. And as you can see, there's just this oh, like yeah. weird little swastika in the corner. Kind of like have a swastika vibe. Yeah, it's got a vibe. Yeah. Now, I agree. I've seen this pattern that they're talking about on a rug. It's, it's oh, a, really? I think so. Yeah. It's like, it's not... 
I, I swear I've seen it before. It's like, you, it's pretty common. Like it's, I think I've seen it as a graphic print pattern. And I don't think a rug that's not like intentionally designed to be racist. I don't think that that rug is racist. <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean, though? Like, I don't think that an inanimate object can be that's racist. N- I think an inanimate object can be racist. But I don't, from what I hear about this rug, <laughs> I don't think, think this rug... An inanimate object can be racist? Yeah. But have you seen this rug's Instagram? <laughs> or it's Twitter? <laughs> it's like a MAGA hat is inherently racist. What about a rug huh. with a MAGA hat? What if this rug came with a MAGA hat on it? Is wearing a MAGA hat? Yeah. I don't think... The, the only issue from... I don't think anyone's going to walk into your house and be offended by this rug. I honestly don't think anyone will even notice it. Now, I would love for you to send us a picture. Yeah. Because that's really what we need to decide. Maybe I'll see it and be like, holy shit, those are swastikas. Yeah. But from what you're saying, it feels like it's not really. Yeah. It feels like it's something that was brought to someone's attention and then you guys become obsessed. Right. But I think like uh, if a, if sort of like a passerby or like say somebody tangentially associated with the friend group comes over and you don't talk about the rug or excuse it in some way and then they see it and they're like, even if it just is like subtle, they become subtly aware of it. They can like, I don't know. It's just like, that's awkward. Yeah. This it could just a, like create for an awkward situation. So this is a carpet okay. at home goods. Okay. So like this is kind of what I'm I'm imagining. Oh yeah. Okay, totally. Yeah, and that's at home goods? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to home you is goods, that a swastika? Does that, I see a swastika there. Yeah, yeah I totally. see a swastika very Can't, okay. This okay, so this is reminding me now that and I my I was thinking of a suggestion of like why don't you try and sell the rug? That's what I but was then saying. you're passing it on like a cursed but it's object. Not a, but it's not. But other, someone else might not see it as a swastika. They might just see it as a flower. It's true. <laughs> it's not a cursed object. It obviously affected this group of people and their roommates and stuff. And so I would agree with Maria that it's worth. It should be resold. And I will say. You can get a really great rug at Living Spaces for under a hundred dollars. That's where all the rugs in my house are from. Um, now I understand there's nothing like an expensive rug also, but if you want to, really? well, we, Maria's mom gave us a really nice rug for our Erios office and it literally transformed the space. It's amazing. Oh, wow. It's so cool. plush. This is like, gotta be like thousands of dollars as rug. It's a lot. I don't know how much it was, but we got, I got to bring a vacuum in. I got to take care of that baby. Yeah. Um, and we should get something real to put under the fridge just yeah. instead of that plastic bag but um anyway i would say if the rug is bothering you get rid of the rug but i don't think this rug is inherently racist and i don't think anyone would come in and think think swastikas you think there's an outside possibility that the designer is a like a closeted or a even doesn't even know they're a white nationalist or nazi sympathetic I don't think so, because it's just the way I don't think that this is on my shirt is an intentional swastika. It's more like a um, interpretive swastika. <laughs> but it's literally not a swastika. It's just invoking a swastika. <laughs> Uh-oh. I should, this shirt maybe isn't <laughs> cute enough to justify that. No, it is cute. I would love a shirt that has short sleeves like that, a button-up <laughs> short sleeve. You always have been talking about a button-up blouse with short sleeves for years. I know. I've been talking about it maybe since college. Well, my birthday's coming up in 
11 months. I have several <laughs> short sleeve button up blouses, but they're not easy to find. A yeah, lot of times I know. You have to thrift because them. you can find them, but they, they're not the, 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 that, oops, that material that, um, what do you call that? You want more of like a rayon cotton. or like a silky material. Yeah, yeah. But all the ones are like harsh cotton, yeah, whatever. Uh huh. Like Madewell. Yeah. Gay crew. Yeah. You I want, you need, need something harsh, to be vintage. Starched up. Get out. Anyway, anyway, but this has been a great conversation. And send us a picture of the rug and we'll follow up. But if it's yeah. really taking up too much brain space, get rid of it. There's no, what's the harm? Life's too short. That's so true. Oh my God, I love that. Did you just come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> he's giving me dead eyes. He's giving me angry dead eyes. Oh no, he's doing Amanda hands. And now he's thumbs up. <laughs> and he'll like, oh God, I can't wait to try that on Matt. He's going he's gonna to love it. <laughs> It's amazing how a simple hand gesture, manipulating a simple hand gesture can shift a whole... Can save a marriage. Can save a marriage. Well, Chris, this has been... Who are you writing to, Amanda? Sorry. It's just this little issue with how they're trying to pay me for this movie. They're trying to pay me as an individual. I'm like, you got to pay me through my S-Corp, losers. Your (laughs) S-Corp? Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> my All my checks go you met him. Him. He's 240 pounds. <laughs> and he takes care of me. Anyway, sorry. I'm back. Thank you. Did you have fun, Chris? I had a blast. This can I come fun. back? Yes. You're Next week? People, you're gonna be a fan favorite. Sure. I can already tell. Can I come back the week after that too? Yeah, man. We'll let you know. You better be careful what you wish for. Because <laughs> we're always desperate for guests. Yeah. We are desperate. No, this was great. Thanks for having me. You were a wonderful guest. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Um, you guys, <laughs> where can people compliment. find you online? Do you want people to follow you? Or yeah, something? yeah. Follow me online or in real life. <laughs> What's your address? I hang out sometimes in Altadena and Pasadena. You just follow me. Okay. And then what? what's your handle? What's your panhandle? My my handle on Twitter is at Smith Chris. I was an early Twitter were user. Were you? Yes, wow. Smith Chris. At Smith Chris. And my password no, is... Chris, do- no, Chris. You stop there. Oh. He's playing the dry dummy or whatever again. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I, this is my character, the dry dummy. Or you can watch reruns SNL of The tape. Office or reruns of The Mindy Project. Or- yeah, go on his IMDb page. See if something strikes <laughs> your... Uh, there's something on there for everyone. <laughs> uh, you guys, as always, you can find us on Twitter at the Big Ones Pod. You can email us your dear big ones or your big big ones if you have an b- idea for a big big one. Email us at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com. Join our Patreon. Subscribe, please. Review, rate. Well, thanks so much for listening to The, the Big, big Ones. ones. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.